Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants today. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com and there you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art. Check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artist's work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is Madeleine Tijon. Madeline has been a multidisciplinary artist working in the visual arts since 1995. Born in Montreal, she grew up in Orchard Valley or Rosemont, but set up her studio in St. Lazare, an enhancing country town. After initially studying agricultural sciences at McGill University, she went on to visual art studies at the Ontario College of Art and Design University in Toronto. As nothing is lost and all is created, she abandoned agricultural sciences in 1988 to devote herself fully to an artistic career while keeping the passion for nature that inspires her. Alongside her creative work, she worked in the graphics and communications world for several graphic art agencies in Ontario, Alberta, and Quebec. Graphics enabled her to deepen her grasp of the art of visual communication by adding forceful imagery to the power of words combining technical expertise with the rigor of digital art. Madeline developed a unique style and also gained the fluency and spontaneity that allows her to explore mixed-media painting and mosaic with equal facility and sensitivity. Well, good morning, Madeline, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Good morning, Mike. Pleased to be uh, to join you at the radio. Well, we're excited to have you today. Let's start Thank off you. by telling the audience a little bit more about yourself. Well, as a visual artist for uh, almost 20 years, I express myself to mixed media. I uh, enjoy also uh, creating uh, mosaic, and I've been uh, working on my unique uh, visual signature for over uh, many years, and I think I came up with uh, something special and um it's a pleasure for me to to work uh, full time in uh, in the art um, world. Alongside my personal studies in visual art, I have uh, diversified my artistic approach to find a balance between my need to create visual artworks and mosaic commissioned by a gallery, institution, and company. Um, this professional strategy reflects my desire to reach a wider audience and bring art to some sometime in unexpected places while giving me great freedom of expression. In the biography, uh, you, you started out uh, not in art. So what was convinced you to go into the artistic field? Well, first of all, I think I was born with a pencil or a paint <laughs> brush. Um, <laughs> I... That was the first uh, thing that I asked for a uh, Christmas gift or whatever. I asked for colors. I asked for pastel, oil, 
I was surrounded by nature in the Orchard Valley of Rougemont, and everything inspired me as, as the, the mountain, the, uh, the valley, the agriculture fields. So I started um, by um, painting figurative um, landscape, uh, detail, animals, and many, many subjects that surrounded me. But as, as after I studied in, in the art in Toronto, I developed more of a semi-abstract um, uh, way of painting. And uh, I still am surrounded by nature. And nature, the force of nature, the way I see it, not as beautiful all the time, but it just inspires me sometimes, just a branch, just the way the light goes through the leaves. Um, anything is a point of, uh, of starting a, a new painting or a mosaic because um, I've been uh, translating what I do in painting um, since 2008 in mosaic, it just gives me um, a new medium to express myself uh, in texture, in with new medium like like having um, glasses and porcelain and ceramic um, expressing my my feeling of um, putting colors on on uh, either canvas or board or whatever. So nature is my point of start of most of my uh, artwork. <laughs> well, your artwork is very colorful and it's very unique. Uh, tell the audience about the process that uh, you go through in creating a, a piece of art. Well, first of all, let's let's start with, uh, with painting. Um, when I start a new painting, usually I've got an idea, something like just a, a start, um, a feeling or something that I've seen. Um, I will just start with sketching directly on the canvas or, or on the board and on a panel. I would uh, use some uh, I use some modeling paste, uh, quite thick actually, to give texture. Let it dry, and then I paint the whole thing, either a red, orange, yellow, a warm color. I let it dry, and then I paint over like a watercolor artist would paint, like painting in negative, sort of leaving the background. So I will, if my background is red, I would never add some more red. I will use the background as my, my start, my, my color. So in my painting, I leave a lot of the background that gives a vibrance to, to the painting. And when I discover mosaic later on, I found out that what I leave um, as my background color in painting, it becomes in my mosaic the grout at the end of my my uh, completed piece and mosaic. So it's it's quite interesting. So there's a link between my painting and my uh, my mosaic as well. Well, then also tell us your 3D art, your your process in creating that art. Um. For mosaic, um, basically, I start with the same same idea, same same point uh, to start. Let's say just uh, an, a leaf, uh, a branch, or um, a sunset, whatever. And I just put down the lines, and I choose my material. I set up all the material my, because I started. I've been collecting material for for a couple years now, and I've got 
tons of of containers with uh, porcelain, with um, stones and marble, and I choose my material according to the color that I want to achieve uh, in my painting, and I mix everything together. I set up, depending if I work in uh, direct method or indirect method, these are two methods that you use in mosaic, and um, I set up all, all my pieces and the final piece is at the end is uh, grouted to um, to a color uh, that match the uh, the artwork. So it could be one color or it could be uh, multiple colors. So that gives a, a vibrance to um, to my my finished pieces. Well, with your painting uh, from start to finish, uh, how long on average does it take you to complete one of your paintings? Well, in painting, I, I usually tend to uh, uh, work quickly, spontaneously. So the first part of my painting are quick brushes, and, and I want to get the feeling right away. I use acrylic, so it dries quite fast, and I use opaque colors, so it covers quite the background, but... I like I said I leave the background uh, some in some places to get the vibrancy. Then I finish with more details and it could be a week uh, that I work on a on a piece depending on the size. Usually large large pieces like the the, the first prize I won for the uh, Contemporary Art Gallery online. Um, I've worked probably two or three weeks because there's so much details. In the in the rendering, in the leaves, in the final um, details of the of the nature, um, as opposed to uh, mosaic, well, it's a longer process. Uh, sometimes I could work a month on on the one piece, let's say um, uh, 36 inches by 24, depending on the amount of uh, pieces that is uh, glued onto uh, onto the board. And it's the same thing if it's um if it's a three d um sculpture then it implies um the the uh, the structure itself, so it's a little bit longer in the process because you have to let dry each uh section of of the artwork but regardless the the medium i i consider my approach allows me to to go beyond re- um realism and and give a different feel to my composition. I'm very interested in emotion more than just um, copying the nature. Well, you are very prolific. Uh, how many different pieces of art do you have going at any one time? <laughs> I work on many projects at the same time. Sometimes I let dry a sculpture, I work on a painting, and I could be working on smaller pieces, uh, smaller pieces of mosaic, but it depends on my feeling, my mood, and also uh, in Canada, well, depending on the weather, uh, because the, the the winter months are quite cold and a lot of, uh, well, everything is white and gray during the winter, so I tend to put more color um, it's a need for me to add some colors. So in the winter month, usually my co- most colorful pieces uh, are are created in, in the colder months. 
like I tend to do smaller pieces during the summer and um they're more subtle in colors. That's I it's been like that for many years. I, I, I can't explain it but <laughs> Well you just need color into your life because it is so drab outside in the winter, I guess. Exactly, exactly. Well, Madeline, has there been an artist or an individual maybe that has influenced you in your art? Well, many, but few that I um, that I really am. I've been inspired for their passion, for their work, for the um, for the result, the, the colorful artwork piece. I tend to say the the uh, the group of seven a group of artists in, in Canada, uh, well-known, uh, Tom Thompson. Uh, he painted nature like no one, no other one. But also two artists that I've been uh, looking and following for, for many years, two Americans, Brian Rutenberg. Uh, he's from Myrtle Beach, a really um, colorful artist. And also uh, Casey Kahn, uh, who's from uh, Davenport. It's just nice to see the their career going and and um how they express nature to abstract um um art to colors really really colorful uh, artists in all sense of the terms well and Madeline, you've been very successful uh, Tell us how do you market your art? How do you go about marketing your art well it turned out I used to be in many galleries. But over the year, um, I'm still in galleries in Canada. Um, but over the years, there's a turn that, well, I would say that happened in five years. Within five years, I was, I, I'm, I'm called. A lot of people are calling me for commissions. Uh, they've seen some of my huge paintings uh, in offices and uh, building and and my mosaic also attract a lot of people because it's quite of a new medium there's a renew for for uh for mosaic over the past ten years and um it's something that people are really attracted by by the um the shyness of the uh the material the way it reflects lights as well so i have few commission pieces in um in, in many places in montreal and quebec city and um it's it's nice to say that the phone is ringing for for new commission pieces so I alternate between paintings and um, mosaic as well. So that's a new, um, just a, a new way. I, I and I don't have to market myself as as much as I used to when I used to be in gallery because uh, over the years the galleries are not going so well in Canada. I I, I know it's a little bit like that in, in the in the states, but. Um, um, that's a way where I could find uh, I could be living of my art uh, quite uh, quite nicely. Well, that's wonderful, and it's very creative. Uh, yes, the same problem here in the state. Galleries, you know, over the past, well, ever since the downturn in the economy a few years ago, they've just yes. really struggled, really struggled. There's not near the galleries that they were five or six years ago. 
exactly it's the same thing here and so we have to be more creative in in the way we uh we we uh, reach the the, the public and right. um i found to some new ways to uh, reach the public somehow well madeline this is a good thought to take a quick commercial break and then when we come back we'll talk about the art that uh, you had submitted to Contemporary Art Gallery Online on their competition and talk about your winning art. Thank you. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase Madeleine Toujon's artwork by going to Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Click on the Search Gallery tab and then on the Artist tab and follow it to Madeleine's name. Contemporary Art Gallery is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member Corner and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer, an architect, or just a lover of great art who believes art can turn a house into a home, then come visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, or by the individual artist. And again, to view Madeline's beautiful art, just click on the search gallery and then follow the prompts to Madeline Tujon's name. Well, Madeline mentioned some of your art earlier, but uh, one of the pieces that you had entered in the competition is entitled Concessions. Tell uh, the listeners about that piece. Well, Concession uh, is, a qu- is quite of a big piece, um, and uh, it was done before a project uh, here in town was was built um the land i'm surrounded by nature a uh, beautiful town there's a lot of horses as well there's al- almost as many horses than than uh, than citizens <laughs> and um <laughs> and uh they developed a, a new project and just before the uh they cut down the trees i went and and uh, photographed the area because i knew it would be uh it would be uh, cut down um, to be built, so that place reminds me the uh, the concession. It's a word in French. I think it's uh, it goes also in English. But um, it used to be a piece of land that it was given to farmers um, to to uh, to work on with agriculture. So I took pictures, and it, it stays in my studio for a long time because I saw this place is being built. I had to express this this piece that that piece of land that was disappeared. I entitled it um, concession. So it's just like a, a part of a forest with a huge um, mature tree that stands in the foreground, and uh, it's 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 really red, and it gives the strength of the of the forest um, that used to be there, but it disappeared. And uh, as I said before, um, I painted my background completely red, and I left some some places of of the piece where the red stands uh, and and um, just gives a vibrancy that is um, that that can be none if you don't have a, a red background or such a a warm uh, background to paint on. It's completely different if you start on a white uh, canvas than if you start with a colorful um, background. And through the painting as well, you feel the texture. Probably you don't see it on the uh, 
on the um, on the photo, but there's a lot of texture, and sometimes it goes up to uh, probably uh, half an inch uh, thick of uh, modeling paste or paint. So it's quite uh, textual as 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 piece. Well, your art is very unique, and it's so colorful, uh, and your blending of colors is is so good. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Madeline, I'm going to let you introduce the next two pieces because uh, my French is not that good. So uh, introduce the pieces and tell us uh, about those, if you would. Um, the one that I submitted for the uh, the contest, uh, which is called Valley Interior or Interior Valley, um, it's a piece that I've done when I was out west in Canada in, in uh, near Calgary, Banff, Calgary. And I was um I was really touched by the uh the color in the fall. The uh there's a a plant that is called fireweed. It it turns out totally like red and orange, like like a fire blazing blazing. Um and I did a quick sketch when I was on the site and I came back and I was really haunted by these pieces. I just sat down on the when I came back from that trip and I just painted and painted for two weeks in a row to get that piece done. Um, so it's pretty much done the same way as uh, the one I mentioned before with the red background. And it it gives you a sense of strength and power. It, it's, uh, it's like nature is really present. And it's a statement. When you put that on the wall, it's, it goes with any type of uh, wall color because there's so many color in the, in the piece. But it stands out and it's, it gives you a feel like being in a forest. And, and somehow, even if it's uh, very powerful, it's also very calming somehow. And that's a... Um, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I am amazed myself. Thing, how oh, can can how oh, did I do that? It just uh, came out like like magic. So can't ex- can't explain uh, how it goes, but <laughs> that's the way. <laughs> and the third one, it's called Au-delà des Ombres, which is called, uh, if I translate, it's uh, Beyond the Shadow. Uh, where I live, there's a cliff uh, near my house. Once the sun is set is is down, it it creates some funny shadows on the on the on the cliff, and um, sometimes they're just elongated. And basically, the piece is pretty much I would say 50% red. The rest is just quick uh, brushes, stroke that that um, suggests the the trees. And I did that piece. Surprisingly, very quickly. I think I did it in 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 the morning. Um, after I sketched the, uh, uh, I had a small sketch of the 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 piece uh, at sunset. So sometimes just the spontaneous, the the way of doing it quickly and spontaneously, um, give a freshness to the painting. And um, I've um, I've also translated what I've done in painting in mosaic, and it gives different feel of it because you get the, the strength of the uh, of the image, but in a different texture, different medium, and it, it's re- really amazing to see the, the the contrast between the painting and and the artness of the uh, the mosaic. And what what color did you use for the base for that piece? Red. 
<laughs> the three pieces that I've sent uh, were based with uh, bright red. A uh, while ago, I was uh, in a gallery in, in Tremblant, uh, in a Fairmont hotel in, in Quebec, and uh, the gallery was really interesting having my pieces in the gallery. But after a few weeks, they were saying, this is a while ago, like probably 15 years ago, and um, they t- the, the, ga- the, the gallery owner told me, well, your, your paintings are too too strong, too colorful, too too red. <laughs> and he asked me if I could just um, do some pieces with turquoise because during that period, turquoise was really in and more subtle colors. So I did uh, landscape, sort of um, uh, close-up pieces of, of forest and done in turquoise and blue and um, it didn't sell. It didn't sell at all. And she let the owner just let me go after it said, "Well, work red works. I just have to know how to sell your work because it's really unique and it was quite different than what which was what the owner was selling in 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 the gallery. So it just takes time and know the process and explain the process to 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 the people who come in and and see the gallery." Well, Madeline, your art is very beautiful, and I'm sure that when people have this art in their homes, I'm, you know, it, you're just drawn to it because it is so colorful. It just, you know, it just jumps out at you. Well, it's funny because the piece uh, that won the first prize, the um, Interior Valley, um, just after the contest, it was sent to to a gallery uh, near Montreal. And it was sold within uh, within a few days. Oh wow! Someone just came and and was knocked, and uh, she just bought the piece. Of, it's a she's a pharmacist, <laughs> and she was just <laughs> amazed by the color, and and she uh, she she bought the piece uh, right away. Well, congratulations! That that's wonderful, and and your art is I, wonderful. So. Well, Madeline, we are getting near the end of the show, and uh, one of the questions I always like to ask the guest is what advice they would give to someone that's new coming into the art world. Well, you have to be, you have to surround yourself. One thing you have to, if you like art, you have to surround yourself with art. Go to to galleries, go to shows, uh, vernissage, um, just. Open your eyes and and see how nature inspires you, how people or whatever is your uh, point of interest, and produce at least one finished render piece each week. That's the that that's the least. Um, ask for honest crit- critique. Just show your pieces and try to uh, to be better for each piece. I I say uh, my uh, my piece. Uh, when I finish a piece, it's like um, a new start for the next one. It's it's always like uh, in French we say it, uh, a tremplin. It's like um, a springboard to uh, to something new, because you learn something in a piece, but the next one you learn something else, something else, and yeah, you want to evolve in your in your art. Uh, surround your space as well, or your workspace with artwork or pictures uh, that inspire you 
and your life must reflect your passion for art. If you do it as a leisure, uh, just a part-time job or part-time fun thing to do, uh, it won't not it will not reflect your work if if you're fully immer- uh, immersed in your art and and you do it like full time. Sometimes it's um, it's a big leap that we have to take and say we'll do that full time. But once you're Im- immersed in your art and and it just uh, it's like um, not a disease, but I would say it's it just. Uh, <laughs> haunt you and and sometimes I dream sometimes most of my pieces are are uh, created just before I fall asleep and uh, it's just uh, I see art everywhere and I have the privilege of being surrounded by creative people who nourish me and contribute to the development of of my art this closeness makes me uh, push myself a little uh, every day to imagine possibilities around all around me and constantly absorb the information that stimulates my uh, creativity. Well, that's very good advice, and uh, I encourage, uh, you know, everyone that I meet uh, that's starting their art career that you need to be around other artists. You cannot bury yourself in the studio. You need to, to be out with other artists, think the creativity bounces off of each other, um, Lessons are learned, uh, techniques are learned, and I think it's just very important to, as you said, have surround yourself with other artists. Exactly. And also I'm uh, the president of a group of artists, of professional artists. Uh, We're 20 uh, artists, um, very different in our uh, artistic approach. And just working together uh, with different shows and um, on special projects um we i tend to encourage them to go out of their comfort zone and explore new technique and and just go beyond what you do every day so sometimes by just changing colors changing material gives you a new uh, new adventure well that was wonderful advice and madeline i want to thank you for joining us today on an artist speaks well, thank you so much for uh, for having me, and uh, uh, good luck to all the artists who wants to follow uh, Contemporary Art Gallery online because it's uh, a source of uh, a wonderful source of inspiration. Well, thank you, Madeline, and I also <laughs> want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view Madeline's stunning art, listen to this interview. And, of course, purchase some of Madeline Trujillo's art. Visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online. I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery online hosts a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions. And if you're an architect, an interior designer, or just lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery online and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog. So please sign up today so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. And Artist Speaks airs every Saturday morning at 11 a.m., so we'll meet again next Saturday. Thank you for listening.
to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.